to episode previously on 24th Story Mode, a video game podcast brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Keith Sutherland, and I'm joined tonight by, I don't know any of the other actors in 24, so fuck it, Keelan Simpson. Hi, Jesse. And Simon Kiefer Sutherland Evans. <laughs> Hello. Ah, oh, fuck, I've already lost it. We're in super lockdown and my mind is gone. How are we all coping? How are we all doing? How, how's things? How, what are your thoughts on the show 24? I never watched it. Never. Really never like the first season. Bothered. Can't remember what happened. It. Never seen it. But uh, Kiefer Sutherland, he's, uh, he's pretty famous. He's done a lot of things, right? Yeah. I feel like, are you building up to a joke here? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so you're introducing him to like... You know what you sound like? Uh, it's like if you had, like, Kiefer Sutherland come to a kid's birthday party to be, like, a guest, and all the kids are like, oh, and you're just like, Kiefer Sutherland? He's, he's been a lot of things. He's done stuff. You guys <laughs> play Metal Gear Solid 5? <laughs> he replaced David Hayter. I was trying to open you up to a segue there. No, nah, not yeah. letting it. Sorry, coming. <laughs> I don't like it. It, it has no, to be okay, wait, sorry. And I've, I've not finished talking about 24. The thing about 24 that annoyed me, because everyone has obviously tuned into this video game podcast to listen to me talk about shows from the mid-2000s, if you're going to have a show, the premise is like you see every hour of the day, one, did he not sleep for 24 hours? Because that sucks for him. Two, when did he pee? He pees his pants, obviously. But how long are you going to piss in your pants for? How long can you have piss in your pants for? Every true gentleman guess- knows there is no real limit to peeing in your pants. These mm. gentlemen that we queried may or may not be around the age of three years old, but that's not that's the, the gentleman. Mm. That's Still gentleman. I guess once you right. pissed your pants once, in for a penny, in for a pound. You may as well just keep doing it. That's right. <laughs> if you piss your pants, mm. you can't unpiss your pants and then re-piss them. They're just pissed. Speaking of leaks, Nintendo had a massive leak this week. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that it just happened. <laughs> what was that? Brilliant. That was probably my best segue. I can't believe that we are actually putting this out on the internet for people to listen to. We're going to get arrested. Can you get arrested for bad podcasting? Yes. Uh, I'm knock at the door it. soon. Simon, Nintendo had the Giga Leak. I like the term Giga Leak this yes. week. So a bunch so, of weird shit's coming out. What have we seen? Oh, God. Um, where do we start? Um, there's a image of um, Nintendo characters in, like, a apartment well, sorry, complex. Let's, let's start with, like what, like, what happened? Where did all this come from? Okay, so um, from what I can tell, from everything I've been able to find from, like, Tech Insider and uh, all these sorts of different, like, official fancy uh, news reporting tech sites. A Swiss developer pulled source code from 50 high-profile companies, including Microsoft and Nintendo, and published it in a public online repository on GitLab. And people have been going fucking bonkers over it because yeah, it is, Twitter melted down over this bad boy. It is mm. insane. Like this is mental this is absolutely mental so i think the way the swiss uh developer was able to get access to it was um he used an outdated uh code to gain access to these companies that was still using the outdated software that came from that code and where he was able to pull the information he wanted 
it's been pretty cool on Twitter. You've seen a lot of like old developers who haven't worked for Nintendo for like 20, 30 years, however long. And they're being like, shit, like, I remember this code, but we, ha- I have no idea how you found this. Like, I was using this on something just weird. I was fucking around with this. I was just learning with this. Yeah. How was this saved anywhere? But yes. in, in bringing all this up, we've seen they sort of peeled back the curtain on a lot of the old Nintendo games, and we have seen some true horror. Yep. And some weird shit. Um, okay, so to begin with, there's a, like, a random building, um, and in this building... It looks like it, I would. I would just to say, like it's like a sort of stereotypical Japanese apartment complex, and all of these characters have a little balcony, and they're all out in the balcony. You've got Bowser, you've got Mario, you've got Toad, who we'll come back to. We've got another Mario looking in a mirror. Uh, Yoshi, Kirby, Luigi, and I think Lakitu. Um, but what's interesting is uh, Toad is he's got a cup of coffee and a cigarette in his hand. What we believe is tobacco. We haven't had confirmation yet. I, could, I think it could be rolling a sweet blunt. So, is Mario naked? Um, yes. In one of them. He, he has is, his todger out. Yeah. He's, Good for him. He's uh, also, Peach and Bowser shacking up. Huh? Oh, yeah. It's it's very uh, hard to distinguish Peach in there. I like it. I like this. It, it's, <laughs> I, I like the Toads having a smoke when no one's looking. It's like, fucking tired of this shit. <sighs> It's just uh, OG Smoko. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a weird one. And this this is by far like one of the least weird things that we've seen as well. Um, in F Zero X's textures, there's just a render of uh, Beavis from Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> and it's, the the color is inverted. Yeah, so it looks like you know a demon because Beavis is an odd looking fella. Putting it nicely, um, but that would have been that would have been crazy. I, I know Beers and Butter have been in a few games. I'm obviously big towards the early 90s. Let me say late 90s. But this would have been the first Nintendo game, as far as I know. Yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen some beta images of um, Super Mario World, where Mario's got some wings. Um, maybe he died, maybe he didn't. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> uh, you got some Super Mario Kart early sprite work. Which includes, so you've got your, your standard carts, which they use in the game, and like a generic sort of sports car driver. But then they've also got what looks like looks like a hovercraft. Like a little hovercraft. Oh, yeah. Would have made the game good. Would have been, which could have introduced the hover mechanic to the series like 20 years before the hover mechanic well, actually came in. We, we see a number of, of things that actually did come to fruition in later games. That they were clearly, clearly like fucking around with it early on in the, in the kind of life cycle of these um, series. I think the one that really caught my attention was Star Fox was going to have human characters in it, including yes. what would have been Nintendo's first black female character. This is back in '95, so I don't think we had to wait until like one of the Pokemon games. I'm not sure which one, but probably after 2010. Um, that, that, I mean, that's a shame. I understand that there's a lot of stuff with coding, especially in older games where you're really trying to packing stuff with limited memory. Mm. Plus, how do you logically have humans in the Star Fox world? Yeah. There's like a whole thing you need to get around there. So that's a shame. Also, I've got a note here. Beta Yoshi is a freak with a beak. Beta Yoshi. Beta is- Yoshi is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Mildly do not, terrifying. I do not like this. It looks like bad. it looks like um the way I described it earlier in the episode is if anyone watches Futurama and knows the um scammers from the movies, 
they they have like deflated penis noses. Well, yeah, I mean they do. Imagine Yoshi with that. His his face is just deflated and flat and limp and flaccid. It's a limp noodle of a nose. It's just, he looks just like a he he would he's just a pervert. I hate him. Um, thing of Yoshi is well, you also have got the one that actually really threw me off is images from Yoshi's Island, where yes. the game is known for having a really particular cartoony looking art style because of its thick borders around um, all the characters and, and background and stuff like that. Originally, it was going to be one pixel thin, and it looks really. Weird. Maybe, maybe it's just jarring because I'm used to seeing it the other way, but it looks bad. I'm not a big fan of that. It it looks weird because, yeah, as you said, it's you, you're used to seeing it with a cartoony outline, and because all of these, all, like all of the assets for um, Yoshi's Island, were hand drawn. I don't know. I think I think that's a factor as well. Is the art style that these were drawn in plus the art style of the Super Nintendo? It doesn't look. Right, with just a thin border, it looks you need out of place. the yeah the thick border kind of makes up for a lot of mistakes. It's quite um, forgiving to the graphical capabilities of the console. Um, some of the other kind of weird ones you had a dad in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Oh, sweet papa! Nice. Um, also, Animal Crossing was going to have humans, human NPCs. Back this is back when it was Animal Forest. Cool. Yeah, so uh, but the one that probably melted down most of the internet from what I saw. Was playable Luigi? Luigi. It's in Mario sixty four. Playable was a slight. Uh, I think they're on the path to making it playable. Yes. So yes. Um, Early works. Essentially, the very basic framework for him was in, but most developers have sort of gone. Yeah, chances are though he was probably just a retexture of Mario. They just mm-hmm. took the Mario model, retextured it to look like Luigi. Cool. And that wasn't a finished, working, fully formed Mario model either. That was a 80% done. Which is why if you then import Luigi into the game, he doesn't run well, right. He looks very weird. <laughs> I've already seen a lot of people online have been getting all this code and putting it like, running it through an emulator. Yes. Recoding it. So a lot of people are trying to work out how to make Luigi work properly in Super Mario. And one of the ways is just like basically gluing his face, his thin face, onto Mario's fat head. And this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so bad. But I like that people are trying with it and it yeah. got some quite it works, quite funny of. results. But a lot of a lot of the uh especially the pervert flaccid nosed um Yoshi just needs to be nuked. Speaking of nukes. That wasn't my best segue, but I made up for the f- with the first one. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five. Remember Metal Gear Solid Five back in 2015? Great no. game. That wasn't mm. wasn't quite finished. Um, had had its first complete nuclear disarmament. So some a little bit of backstory in the game is Metal Gear Solid games always about nuclear war and blah 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 and all that type of stuff. You can go into other players' bases, steal their nuclear weapon, and disarm it. Now, there was a cutscene to be triggered if a particular platform, in this case it was the PS3, had zero nukes on the server. There was just no nukes. They were all disarmed. And they did it, unlocking a video. But this is one of the coolest forms of community, uh, 
coordination and teamwork I've seen in the game. This is really cool. So it requires, like I said, every user on a particular platform disarming the nuke, which is found on the forward operating base of each player. The PS3 has a low user base, obviously, which made the task a little bit easier. Mm. But what happened was a group of players who went um, with the name... Uh, oh, I've lost it. I don't think they had like a proper name as this group, but good on them. Anti-nuke squad. Wait. They would go... <laughs> they would go into uh, other players' bases or even dormant players' bases, steal the nuke. So what you do is you infiltrate and you use a Fulton grappling hook balloon magic thing to steal the nuke. You wait a little bit, you go into your resources, and then you basically just dispose of the nuclear materials. Um, yeah, you got a nine-minute video, which is Snake and the lads chatting, talking about the evils of nuclear wo- um, weaponry, and they vow to keep the count at zero and all this stuff. I mean, the game's always about like mutually assured destruction and stuff like that, and the, the ills of that's mad nuclear weaponry and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> thing is, though, <laughs> the video, like any Kojima cutscene, it goes for nine minutes, and it's considered a short one. Uh-huh. Um. So by the time the video had finished, there were nukes back on the server. <laughs> and I also want to point out that this wasn't the first time that this cutscene had triggered. Wasn't the first time, but it was the first time it happened properly. Yes, so, it was the first time it happened um, legitimately. Back in 2018, due to an error, um, a, a user was able to trick the system into thinking the count had gone so far up that it had reverted back to zero. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. It went live on PC. So people had seen this um, cutscene before, which is a bit of a shame, but... The team who who did this, the coordination is mind-blowing because they had to act quickly because of how quickly nukes can go back online. It was coordinated. They knew exactly what they were doing. It was targeted at certain um, players to grab their nukes. Um, But, I mean, this happened last week and I was having a look at a website called Metal Gear Solid 5 Nuke Watcher and I was having a look at how many nukes are online. So on the PS3, it's back up to 63. Not bad. Mm. On PS4... Uh, two and a half thousand. Um, Steam players, I mean, P- PC players, why does it not surprise me that PC players don't want to disarm nukes? I don't know why that doesn't surprise me, but there are almost 18,000 live nuclear bombs in Metal Gear Solid 5 on PC. PC players, oi, oi, chill. Chill with that, okay? I've yeah, Kim Jong had enough. So Kim Jong un had enough. Didn't make work. Do you happen to know how many nukes they actually had to disarm for that attempt where they trigger the cutscene? Not too. It was kind of hard to find. So I found a lot of graphs and they were, weren't were quite consistent with each other. Um, it looks like, just judging from the numbers, it, I reckon it was around between 100 and 200. That mm. They had to do in pretty quick succession. I'm not quite sure. Yes. I'm hoping more and more comes out about this. I hope that it was coordinated and not just coincidence. Not just mm. dumb luck. Yeah, if it was dumb luck, I'm like, cool. I, I'm really glad that so many players, so many individual players are like, hey, you know, let's see what the world is when it's not fucked. Um, <laughs> but it is a, if this was planned, I would love to see the plan that went to it. And I think the people who organized and were part of this deserve plaudits because this is, this is cool. And I mean, right. in a year like this, even if it's online, I want there to be a world that's a little bit better. And if there's no nukes <laughs> in it, cool. Still Metal yeah. Gears, which present problems. Yes. You know, I, I'd be thrilled to watch a documentary about how they put that all together, like a short 30, 40-minute mm-hmm. documentary. Hey, no clip. Get on it. 
Mm. Um, apparently, Kashima is, is quite pleased. That's good. Um, nice. Although, just out of curiosity, do we know like roughly the current active player count for like, across the different platforms? Because you so, mentioned the amount of active nukes, and obviously, I get that you know Steam <laughs> has a many. stupid amount. It wouldn't be many, but I would imagine that Steam would have a larger player base, active player base, compared to the PS3. I think like, if this was ever mm. to happen. The platform would have to be PS3 or the 360. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. It has to be previous yeah. generation. Um, but yeah, nah, not too sure about all that. Again, it's one of those stories I was hoping we get, we find out more and more about it. Because also, I get to watch a bunch of videos of Metal Gear Solid 5, and I'm not complaining about that. Holy shit, what a game. I still can't believe that they managed to fit that entire game on the 360 and PS3. Like, it was yeah. pretty vast. Imagine, if they, imagine if they actually finished making the game. Yeah, it could come on like seven DVDs on 360. Why did mom and dad, Kojima and Konami, have to fight? They're the part where like they're saying, "Oh, you're gonna get this like Metal Gear tank thing," and you keep going down to like your R and D station. Oh god, that game broke my heart. Great game though. Put like 200 hours into it, and I mean Josh, Josh has put like 700 hours into it. Ridiculous. Oof. He's a completionist. He's insane. A little bit. Keelan. Halo. Got a free to play. Mm. It has. So a rumor was uh, sneaking around uh, early during uh, last week that um, Halo would be free to play. Um, The reports were suggesting that it might actually be um, like a battle pass model. This is a multiplayer. Yeah. Which I still don't understand. Like, I don't know what battle passes is do you guys know so i think the battle pass if it's anything like so i'm not sure if that's been confirmed as of yet no, the no, main person i'm seeing um leaking it is a xbox leaker by the name of clobril k-l-o-b-r-i-l-l-e whatever um this person accurately revealed some other stuff about halo infinite um including the whole free-to-play multiplayer they said that there'd be a battle pass. If the battle pass is anything like battle pass I've seen in like Fortnite and stuff like that, it's to really earn stuff like customizable stuff, skins, weapons. I don't think they have wep- different weapons in Halo, but whatever, like assigned to your character. But all the different upgrades and stuff like that, you get the battle pass. If you don't get it, you can you can keep playing, but you're not going to get stuff. Right. Okay. Which, yeah, um, fine. yeah. So Microsoft have apps absolutely confirmed. Yes. Halo Infinite's multiplayer is free to play. Um, Alongside that, they also have confirmed that it will run at 120 frames per second on the Xbox Series X. Interesting. That's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty good, especially for considering like a first-person shooter where your refresh rate is going to be a massive impact onto how well you play. I think that's good. I think that's a good target. I still think, to me, it's one of those things. I will always be one of the people. I think at a certain point, Frames per second are meaningless to me. Absolutely well, meaningless. If it's above 60, cool. To me, maybe it's my old shitty eyes, but... Yeah, it's probably... 60, it. there actually isn't that much degree between 60 and 120 to me. It's, well, that's... It's that's, running that's, as good as it needs to. Kind that's of kind of what I would kind of agree with you, Jesse, because like 120 FPS, like who's going to know? Um, unless they are focusing squarely at like the professional scene again. Do you remember like years and years ago, Halo used to be like really big in in competitive gaming? Um, <laughs> yeah. It is absolutely not a thing anymore as far as I no. know, but um, maybe that's what they're looking at again. 
the 120 frames per second, I imagine, will um, be for some of the smaller multiplayer options. I I still think there's going to be a, like a battle royale mode, and if it's going to have a hundred odd players on it, I would be I shocked can, if that can run at one point. I can confirm for you, Jesse. The Halo account tweeted out, <laughs> and it was put in the perfect way. The only battle ro- br we're interested in is the battle rifle. They're not interested in <laughs> battle royales. <laughs> it's this opportunity. I, I think, actually think that that's kind of a shame. I think this game would be a pretty cool battle royale. Battle I, royales I as a whole have a bad rap just because of the, I don't know, people have this like view of them and I don't understand it because battle royale games, if done right, can play like survival games. Yeah. However, on that note though, I don't think you should throw in a battle royale mode just for the sake of throwing in a battle yeah, royale mode. Absolutely. I, I agree. But when you have like a shooter like this, like a fun arcade shooter, I think it, it leans into that perfectly already. Nah, I agree. Nah. There are some Completely games you can't, you can't with do Halo. with like, you're not going to do like Red Dead 2. You're not going to be like, Oh, we could do a battle royale in this. Let's do it. That doesn't fit thematically. I think with this one, especially they're trying to lean back into the multiplayer aspect, the free to play aspect and the whole fun shooter aspect. I think a battle royale actually speaks to it really well. Not at all, I, man. The way that they're yeah, marketing I it, disagree it's, with you more. it's like it's a platform and it's evolving, an evolving platform, right? They're going to add new things in all the time. Maybe some point down the track a battle royale will be, but I just don't think that it suits Halo. Halo has these really big um, vehicle-based battles and stuff in contained areas. I think it works well in the context that it's in, and it also works well in like smaller areas and stuff as well. But while well, I agree with that part, mm. remember what we've seen of Infinite? It looks quite—it's a sprawling landscape. It's not—it doesn't look like it's got those choke points that Halo, the it's, other Halo games have. That's just a it single looks player, way man. more open. Plus, when you bring in vehicles and stuff like that, um, Call of Duty Warzone is doing that just fine. Mm. I don't think it works. What What do you think, Simon? I will bet. I will bet you. One, um, oh, what's the thing I can I can send to you if we're still on lockdown by the time this fucking comes out? Which, let's face it, we will be. <laughs> I will send you one Uber Eats order of dumplings. Yeah, I'll hold you to that. Done. Okay, if there's if there's a battle royale mode confirmed, you owe me some dumplings when it comes out. When it comes out. Cool. I um I personally disagree with you, Jesse, and I've got to agree with Keelan. I don't think it fits Halo. Halo has always been yes, it is kind of arcadey in its like inherently in its you know in its initial structure, but the best parts of Halo came down to skill and skill alone. And I completely disagree with the notion that any battle royale is predominantly skill based. I completely disagree with that notion. I think a lot of Battle Royale games come down inherently to luck. Because if you land in whatever zone and there's all of this great loot in front of you, you're going to have a much easier time. That's a simple fact. But there will be more players going there. So most Battle Royale games are... We need to do a Battle Royale episode because I think we're going to have a good debate on this. And (laughs) I I find it weird that I defend Battle Royale games because I don't think any... I don't think there has been a game that has done Battle Royale right. But I think Battle Royale as a concept is fascinating. I just don't think it has been done right yet. But I disagree with that part because you find places that have the better loot are the more popular places. So you, you go yeah, there, but not you can always, get because better again, stuff. It's randomized loot. So pff, there's just as much. I mean, yes, it's a, a, a smaller frequency. But if you're playing, I don't know, let's say Apex 
every single day and you're playing it, you're playing 10 games a day, you go to the same spot every single time where, oh, it's a low low quality loot. Yes, the the algorithm will set it so oh, you can only get something up to sort of a decent threshold. Well, fuck it. You just keep trying and trying until you get the highest threshold you can in that super safe area. Then you go out and you pop someone who's just been in a massive fight because they went to where all the good loot is. They, they're they knackered. They've got no health left. And you just go, yep, cool. I'll take all your good shit. That's it. Cool. Free stuff for me. There you go. Now you've, you're just going to win the game because you went to a good enough area and popped some unlucky soul. We're going to have a debate about this. No one else yeah, like absolutely. to screw that completely. But moving on to a little bit, 343 have also responded to some of the backlash they received um, in return for the, the gameplay trailer we got at the Xbox showcase last last week, two weeks ago. What What mm. is time? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> on the 343 blog, I, they have uh, put up there a quote. Based on our learnings from Halo 4, Halo 5, and Halo Wars 2, along with strong community feedback, we decided to shift back towards the legacy aesthetics that defined the original trilogy. With Halo Infinite, we're returning to a more classic art style, which was a key message going back to the very first reveal that garnered enthusiastic and positive responses. This translates to, translates to a more vibrant palette, cleaner models, and objects with less noise though it doesn't mean less detail. While we appreciate this may not be everyone's personal preference, we stand by this decision and are happy to see it resonating with so many fans around the world. There was a bunch of backlash, sorry, end quote. Um, there was a bunch of backlash about the, just the graphical size. And we did discuss it on our Xbox showcase um, episode last week. People weren't mm. happy with it, but I'm glad they're sticking their guns. And they are right. They did come out at the start and say, hey, we're going for more classic feel. And we're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, classic. Halo Combat Evolve, hells yeah. They get like a version of Halo Combat Evolve. Oh, it doesn't look very good, does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? We should give them some time. Um, yes. The game is launching when the end of the year. They've got a bit of time. They can clean a lot of that stuff up. And the one thing that 343 has proven over the last, what, six years is that they are dedicated to making improvements to the products that they release. I've got a good example of it here as well. They've only they've just um, released an update, um, putting out sort of a roadmap for what they want to update Halo: The Master Chief Collection to in 2020. And the, I guess the top three things that they they sort of have here are crossplay, so between PC and Xbox One, um, and input based matchmaking. So controller players will be matched with other controller players. I recently cool. played can, a match. You can use your broken controller. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. I recently <laughs> played a match and I got stomped. I was using controller and um, I was playing against PC players, obviously. It was not pretty. Um, and finally, uh, they're even doing uh, mouse and keyboard support for the Xbox, which is really great. There's not a lot of that's, games that's that support cool. that. So very happy with that. It's really cool. This is a game that came out in, what, like 2014 and they're still updating it now. I'm thrilled with this kind of stuff. And if this kind of support um, is, if we see anything like this for Halo Infinite, it means we're in for a good thing. Yeah. I I, I like what they've come out and said about Infinite. They're, they're sticking their guns. It's like, hey guys, like we have a ways to go with this. It's still in development. You, you understand that, right? Yep. I still think the messaging and the placement of it in the showcase was at its own detriment. I just yes. don't think it was. I don't love how they, was done. they did that. But the more and more I've seen about Halo, as somebody who has said multiple times, not a Halo fan, I'm going to play this game. This this game has sold me. I'm 
really excited to play it. Um, I just like the reading their blog. I ran through a few of their blog posts. I like the energy they have towards it. It's very positive. It's very much like we know what we want. We have a very cool, like fun vision here. We're not taking it too seriously. We're not going to be wankers about it. We want the fans want, which is the original Halo Combat Evolve. And we want to bring this into the next gen. I like that. 343, keep up the good work. That's, that's from Story Mode. Friend of the show, 343. Send us stuff. Send us stuff. <laughs> Stuff. <sighs> we played Grounded this week. There was, a, there was no segue needed there. We played Grounded. Grounded is the new co-op survival game from Obsidian that is currently in pre-alpha um, and available to play on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, we all decided to play it this week and it was oh, yeah. a fun fucking time. It was hella Big fun. Big can I just preface this very quickly by saying getting Xbox Game Pass on PC was a fucking nightmare. And can I add to that, that, that adding each other as friends oh on it was a fucking nightmare. That was bad. So, I still don't know if we're friends on it. I don't, we are I don't know. I, I know that we're following each other and I don't know if that's like three stalkers just going around in a circle. Or, <laughs> I don't I know. I think you've got to be mutual. Like you've all got to follow one another before you can become <laughs> friends but they never explain that or anything so nope nope not at all um so when i when I, I went to organize xbox game pass and i'm like cool i'll just get this done and dusted and go to, i go onto the web page and go yep cool i want game pass blah 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 and then it's like okay well we've got to we've got to confirm your details can you confirm we're, we're going to send an email to your backup email address uh, with some confirmation details that we'll need you to pop in. And then you go, yeah, I've got a code and put in whatever code you get. But the problem was, that wasn't going through to my backup email. Mm-hmm. That initial email wasn't being sent out. Or it wasn't being delivered, I don't know. There was an error one side or the other. So I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it, I'll just update my email address. I don't want to put in my mobile number. Do not want to do that. Update my email address. Okay, cool. You, the update will take place in 30 days. Oh, in 30 fucking. Uh, no, Ooh, I need the game no. pass now. Like, I need to get this sorted quickly. And I was like, oh, fuck's it, what am I supposed to do? So I tried going onto the Xbox game bar that's pre installed into Windows. That wouldn't let me. They asked for the same thing, asked for me to validate myself. And so, no, it's, it's me. Just, I just want to give you money. Stop making this difficult. <laughs> and then <laughs> I downloaded the Xbox application, opened that up, signed into that. And then I could get Game Pass through that. <sighs> it was unnecessarily complicated. And I get, I'm grateful for the fact that Microsoft are trying to help protect my stuff. You know, like, hey, no, you've got to confirm that it's you before we charge you for anything. I appreciate that. But fuck me, it doesn't have there's 30 a days. Yeah, to- the line where it becomes unusable. Ah! I mean, Sony had issues like that back in the day, which is why I scra- had to scrap my original PSN, which had all my fucking trophies on it. But that's why I had to re- I had to start again a few uh, a few years ago. I, yeah, it bugs me up the wall, type of shit. So yeah, hey, but I they mean, have Game Pass. Game Pass is pretty cool. Now that I've got Game Pass, I'm pretty happy. It's pretty cool. Mm. Like once you get there, once yeah. you break through that original uh, that initial barrier, oh it's yeah, pretty cool. I'm I'm glad they've got um, No Man's Sky on there. I'm going to give that a try. Oh Thanks, man. absolutely. Oh, and you got the VR now, don't you? I do, but I need to. I need to set that up. Properly do yourself a favor. So, yeah. No Man's Sky in VR. Oh boy, 
Very, All very right. fun. But <laughs> digress. Grounded. If yeah, you, let's hey, stay you grounded on this one. Hey. <laughs> so Grounded is, like I said, a co-op survival game from Obsidian, um, which is currently in early access. Imagine games like The Forest or Ark, those type of survival games, but set it in like the universe of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or Magic School Boss. You're shrunk down <laughs> to the size. You're not quite the size of an ant because ants are pretty fucking big in this game and they're kind of scary. Yeah, you can you're a smaller than an ant. So you wake up tiny. You have no clue how you got there. Um, and you're, you're in like your backyard, I guess. And the whole point is to survive and eventually work out how to get back to normal size. You pick uh, one of four pre-teens. I'm going to say they're about 12. I think they characters. call them teens. They call them so teens in the game. They're yeah. 13, I'm going to say 13. Maybe? They're going to be 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You pay these little shitty little fucking kids. <laughs> Let's just yeah. call them what yeah. they are. That's shitty little accurate. Kids. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you go around trying to survive. You, you know, get water. You have to make shelter. Blah, 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 blah. Um, just a oh, quick moment on those characters. The characters are gnawing as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think... Uh, I have an issue with them being kids. I like that they're kids because it suits the aesthetic. It, sh- it suits the kind of innocent vibe of the whole game. However, yeah. there are moments, and we'll get to them in a moment, where the game gets quite violent. And having them have these little quips that don't suit the situation doesn't fit in. And you also don't want to hear, like, a child scream out in pain while an ant fucking bifurcates them. <laughs> with its mandibles. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. It was an adult. Yeah, sure. Fucking screen white, whatever. It feels odd. There's a bit of a disconnect between the characters yeah, and the, know, and the situation. I, I kind of disagree. I think it's so cartoony that it doesn't matter. But the voices, I agree I with you on that. There. That is yeah, just God, unnecessary. So bad. Oh. But just like also the timing. And again, it's pre-alpha. They can fix all this. But when one of you is getting attacked by like a fucking bombardier beetle getting acid spat in your face, burning alive. And the other one's like, oh, cool, an aphid. I want to use that as a pillow. Also, some yeah. of the lines they say are real sus. Real sus. I don't like that at all. I'm not even going to go into it. Real I don't know who wrote sus. it, but they should probably, you know, be moved to a different project uh. absolute pervert <laughs> absolute pervert um so as with yeah like i mentioned before as with all survival games you go around collecting your basics in this game you're collecting sprigs and small pebbles that they've called peblets which i really like that word mm. um weed stems clove leaves sap all the little plant fibers little shit, plant oh, fibers so much fucking yeah, the shit fiber. you find in your backyard i guess when you're really small mm. um you can then scan them using these little weird research stations which is part of the whole mystery of like have am i the first person who's been shrunk probably not you scan them you find recipes and use the recipes to craft armors and shelters and tools and weapons and all that type of stuff as i've already mentioned you also fight bugs um which are quite oh, big man. lots of bugs and we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to our experiences with the game in a moment and our thoughts on some of these bugs but you have ants mites aphids bombardier beetles Wolf spiders, hmm. Orb um, spiders. And as you, you know, when you kill them, you can use their bits to create more armor and tools. You can cook their, their sweet meats. You can cook a little oh, and also the, the lava. Don't forget the lava. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I hate them and, so and, and, much. And the weevils so, that we... Let's, let's kind of go through. We, we played for probably three hours or so yesterday. I want to play it again, but we'll get to that, we'll get yeah. to that as well. Um, so we started off and we're just walking around trying to find food and kind of get our bearings. Me being, you know, maybe the more 
Aggressive. Aggressive of the group. <laughs> I saw an ant and I threw a rock at it. Oh, sorry, a pebble at it. This angered the whole fucking group of ants. What's a group of ants called? Swarm. Is it a swarm of ants? Colony. Colony, colony. of ants. A piss of the colony. They attacked us all and they just keep coming. And you're, you're bashing their heads in with rocks. They're turning into big gushing explosions of guts and wet goo. You know how you see ants when, like, in real life, they follow, like, a trail. So one of the ants leaves the trail and then all the other ants follow it. They actually do that in the game. So yes. as Jesse is beating this ant down with a rock, its buddy comes up behind is like, what's going on here? And, and then me, it's being the next hero that I am, around, ran like, away and let you guys deal with them. So we yeah, all died. <laughs> so when you die, you kind of just respawn. Um, at this point, we hadn't been able to build a lean-to. A lean-to is, like, a small kind of checkpoint you can set down you can sleep Temporary there you can set it as a uh yeah. as a respawn point but we hadn't got to that yeah, point so. as if yet but when you die you, you respawn you can go back and get your backpack collect all your goods quite cool um as we explored further and further into the into the the backyard there's something i love about the backyard whenever there is a uh point of interest it's not like it's this many meters away it's this many centimeters away i'm like i like that it's small yeah. and stupid but i'm a big mm. fan of that it's kind of cool how cute um so we went around, we started discovering stuff, and then night fell. Ugh. And at night, that's when the wolf spiders wake up. Now, this is probably our biggest issue with this pre-alpha version of the game. Spiders are terrifying. At the start of the game, there is actually a setting, a slider you can use. If you're arachnophobic, you can make the spiders look less spidery. You can make them uh, kind of like blobs that uh, still attack you. And you know what? If you're arachnophobic... Change it because these spiders are no fucking joke. These Did things you guys are change scary. It at all? No, no, no. Nah. I sorry. I I went into this game fine with spiders. I left a little bit different, a little bit changed. <laughs> um, so these spiders they 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 run after you and they just pierce you. Oh, uh, they the are relentless. The, the game of Whispering says they maul you, which is again, mm. you don't want to hear a child has been mauled to death by a wolf spider. It's a lot. But this, what happened to us was we started getting <laughs> spawn camped by a fucking spider. So they we kept, do. yeah, there's, sorry, there were two spiders and I kept spawning. I I think I may have died to these spiders the most. I, I was the worst out of the three of us in this game. I will pull my hand up and say that. But I was stuck in this sort of little canyon. And every time I turned the corner, the spider was there. And you're like running around and then you turn the corner and like pitch black because you it's the middle of the night and I didn't have a torch or anything like that. And suddenly you see these eight red eyes and I scream multiple times. There is There are compilations on Twitter and YouTube <laughs> of people reacting to spiders for the first time, just screaming. These things are scary. They are fast. They are mean. And they're a bit much. Our, so our way of defeating of the spiders around. was waiting until daylight. I was killed at least 15 times by this one mother webby motherfucker. It's but, more or less like a, a one-hit kill, right? Yeah, basically. Almost, yeah. yeah. Almost. Um, we waited out to morning and then we started to do our the next step of our little adventure, base building. So you use grass and the recipes you find and weed stems and thistles and all sorts of bric-a-brac um, to make a little little house. 
kind of nice. kind of Minecrafty. I liked it. it this part yeah. reminded me a lot of um, it was a base building from Ark, but the aesthetic was really cool. This whole game has a very cool aesthetic to it. Um, tonally, it feels very gives me like '90s vibes, and that's not just because mm. of like Honey I Shrunk the Kid and stuff, which I'm assuming came out in the '90s. To me, all 80s. movies that came out before 2000 came out in the '90s. 80s, 90s, same thing. Um, God, I feel so old suddenly. <laughs> but it, it just had this like kind of like radical kids show vibe to it. And like that was like the color palette and everything used was kind of cool. So you're building like walls out of uh, grass leaves and you make a little spit roast out of some twigs. I really like that. That was cool. It was cool. If anyone's um, played The Forest, you will immediately know how to build a base. Yeah, just crafting is very You're, similar, right? Yeah, crafting is very similar, um, and just straight up, like the base building is almost identical. You decide, okay, I want to build a wall. You place down the silhouette of said wall, and then you can start putting in your your logs or whatever to start materials. actually building it. Big fan of it's, that, especially in a co-op game where you could be like, hey, this is what we're going to be building. This is the plan go here and just like deposit your resources as you're going rather yeah. than go out, collect all your resources. You may double up. You may not, maybe you lack of communication. I was a big fan of that. So Simon sort of led the way and he built out a little house that was built uh, underneath like a foam cup. Yeah, I think it was a cup. Mm. Next to the double hot dogs. Yeah, ne- next to a couple of giant <laughs> hot dogs. It's so um, fun seeing like really big stuff. It's so stupid. Like there is a head of a... Uh, an action figure. There are two hot dogs just next to each other. Because you know how sometimes you drop two hot dogs on the ground and you're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I'll come back for them later. <laughs> like, I how, mean, how messy is this backyard? There's paint buckets, it electrical filthy, wire right? that are sparking and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's a disgusting back garden. We've had a Someone- plank of wood with nails popping up. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I have to say that um, I've spent a lot of time playing Ark Survival Evolved. Um, I've put in like 70 hours into that game and it is a mess. It is a technical mess. It runs like butts. It is They don't just know what they're doing in the game anymore. It's like the dinosaurs. Oh, you don't have a di- robot dinosaurs and monsters. Are you happy now? There's a vampire. So, so <laughs> with that being said, it is still stupidly enjoyable. And like oh, yeah. the, the fundamental gameplay loop is is quite satisfying and good. Um, so far, grounded is that plus a good technical base. Like it runs decently well, and the actual crafting it's it's not as glitchy, it's not as crappy, and it's a pre-alpha game. So, well, that's the thing. I think I mean this game has, has some issues, and we'll go to the, go into them soon. But even in in its pre-alpha, I think at the moment it is the equivalent with a lack of content because obviously that will come down of the course. track. But quality-wise, it is on par with what Ark is now. I think this game has such a bright future, and I'm really glad that when I went into this game, I was not expecting much at all. I thought there was going to be I had, nothing, yeah. whatever. I had and very low expectations. I'm like, I'm like this, is, this is fine. This is, it's a laugh, but whatever. But once that survival loop starts going, you're like, okay, I'm starting to get this. You find stuff, you scan it, you get a recipe, you build the recipe, you can get more stuff. Very simple loop, and then you have the whole... The exploration is so cool because you know it. You know what these things are. You're not finding, like, a new monster in Ark. You're not finding some robotic fucking T-Rex <laughs> motherfucker. God, I'm so descriptive. Sorry, um, Horizon. 
Hey. Hey. Just hey. saying. Hey. Robotics Thunderjaws, could be, sir. Could okay. be art. That could is could Mr. Thunderjaw to you. We don't know. Mr. Thunderjaw is my father. <laughs> um, but like, there's, some, there's stuff that's recognizable. Like, I've seen leaves before. I've seen rocks. I've seen these bugs. So I don't know. I just had this like sense of like, it was comforting almost, this world. Mm. Aside from the, the spiders and beetles and ladybugs that just, their eyes turn red and they fucking attack you. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. I rode a ladybug. And, um, <laughs> Not yeah, for long, you didn't. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't happy with that. It just bit me and I died. So, Keelan was like a bit ahead of us. He was getting armor on his character. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm sort of like leading the team here. He finds the ladybug. Hey, guys, look, I've tamed the wildlife. And he's riding around. And then I'm watching him and the ladybug's eyes turn red and he just throws him off and starts attacking him. So good. Look, I asked for that, so yeah. But what was even more entertaining for me was that later on, um, probably good like half an hour after that, I was walking around. It came across that same ladybug, and I knew whenever Keelan was close because its eyes went red yeah, and it was, it was tracking him through a <laughs> through a fucking solid log. And then I walked close to it and it just turned nice and placid. And I was like, hello, friend. And I'm like the bugs are far too aggressive. That needs to be toned right down because you are constantly being attacked by some by dumb shit mite. Oh, mite. It's like, dude, oh. mite, I have an axe. I have a stone axe. I'm going to pop you in the head with it. Go away. Oh, wait, you have 4,000 friends? Why? Are there that many mites in the yard? Yes. Yeah, probably. I'm going to get a magnifying glass. And I'm going to look. And if I see a mite, I'm going to tell it to go away. I'm fully expecting a magnifying glass to be like an obstacle or something in the game. Yeah. Where the sun is like projecting down through yeah, it and it's yes. really hot. You can use yeah. it as a trap. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's exactly that'd, that'd be really cool. I love that'd be fun. Um, um, go on. Uh, I was just going to say, but then also additionally, like there's lots of little aphids around and mm-hmm. the aphids are fucking adorable. They're really right. cute. They're very Although, cute. I feel weird because lately um, my partner's been trying to grow some roses and the aphids have been attacking it in real. This is real life. This is this is the real shit we're talking about here. Okay, these aphids are attacking the roses, so we're getting spray to get them away. We got another plant that attracts ladybugs because apparently ladybugs at, uh, yes attack um, aphids. In, I don't Nothing's know if it's worked. a thing. I don't know if it's a thing over here, but in the UK, you can actually buy um, just a, a bucket of ladybugs oh, and you can let them loose why? in your garden. God, what? And um, you want to? You are supposed to do it at night because. Ladybugs are obviously more active during the day. And yeah, you just literally just like it's, I, I think it's a small bucket, mind you. Not like a KFC bucket, but so like. I just a- imagine somebody being like, ah, take this aphids, like middle of the night, like 2 a.m., they go outside, they open the lid, and just all the ladybugs fly away. It's like, oh no, they were $100. <laughs> How much is a bucket of ladybugs? I have no idea, but I don't think it was that expensive. All right, anyone, England? If you want to mail us some uh, ladybugs, <laughs> you don't, can. Don't mail them. That would be mail us ladybugs. Messy. I love them. Um, so cute. So, so do, you, do you guys call them ladybugs or ladybirds? I call them ladybugs. Kill them. I call them ladybirds. Yeah. I'm used to calling them ladybirds as well. Calling them ladybugs. But they're bugs. Twenty minutes has made me feel weird. Bird is a different thing. Yes, we know sure. that, but I don't think Keelan does. 
Sure. <laughs> lady birds. <laughs> Actually, that was a thing. We didn't see any birds in the garden. Thank God for that. Oh, yeah. No, because could you imagine if, like, we were, we're being chased down by, like, a giant fucking spider what? and this, like, sparrow just flies in and just goes, yep. There are some creatures I do not want to see. If I see a prey mantis in this game, I'm quitting. Oh, God, no. Those things are terrifying. Those goddamn scythers. I love them. They're one of my favourite bugs. The orchard mantis. They're creepy as fuck in real life. So... I think a lot of people are talking about the wolf spiders coming out of this, um, this uh, beta. But the Bombardier Beetle, maybe I watch a lot. I think I watch a lot of um, videos about bugs. I find bugs fascinating. The Bombardier Beetle shoots an acid out of its, out of its behind us. When you watch videos of it in slow motion, and I recommend to do it, there is like a smoke. It cre- the acid it shoots out is so hot and so as- acidic. That it just it will burn another bug in half. It will, it can burn flesh. So having one of these attack a small child is not a little is is a lot. Is I think you mean uh, is hilarious. It's pretty funny. Fuck them. Um, I don't want to see a I don't want to see a rat or a mouse. Oh Christ! Um, no. I really want to see a caterpillar and ride it around. I don't want to see mm. a wasp. You know those wasps that lay eggs in caterpillars' heads. I don't want to see a tarantula moth. I don't. There are so many bugs are fucked, but they're okay in real life. Okay, that's a story mode. That is that is something we'll that, stand that's by. That's the quote for the bugs episode. Are bugs are fucked. fucked. That's bugs it. are even more fucked when they're bigger. At the moment, I'm okay with bugs because hey, I'm a big guy. <laughs> I'll fight them. Okay, but if I was shrunk down, no, couldn't handle it. No. I'm God, fully expecting a future update to have a option to ride flying insects, even yeah, ground-based insects. I'm looking I forward to that. I'm pretty sure on one of the trailers you see that. Ooh. Uh, pretty Maybe. Cool. We will also, enslave one, one, them and make them do our bidding. I can't wait. Well, um, also, there's a creative mode in this game, which I think we should explore. Creative mode, I imagine, just has less predatory bugs, so you can build up a base and stuff like that. Yeah, well, so I, I mean, love a creative mode, build up a base, <laughs> have your little pet, um, little little bugs, little butchy little, boys rolling around, play soccer with them and stuff. Little Aphid just wants to just wants to be your friend. Yeah, I love it. Um, um go on. Look, a couple of I guess points. Um. One thing I didn't like was the fact that the um fuck completely the sprigs the sprigs and the plant fibers they grow back would respawn so fucking fast. Our little base so, that we built, we cleared out all the area of plant like plant life, so we have a clear area. We can have a clear light, line of sight in case any bugs come. And we came back there like two months later, and it all grown back. And also on top of that. I feel like bugs can destroy your walls pretty fast. Way too easily. Every every Way time we easy. woke up in our little base, these um, larvae would come and they would just like weevils. knock everything down. Weevils would come along no, not and knock everything down. No, it was, was larvae. It was lava. weevil larvae. Why not? No, um, it wasn't weevil. And they'll just wreck we- shop. Weevils were tiny like- with the little Hoover nose, and they were. Yeah. Oh, we man. these ones had that- pinces. Or what were they? Right. There's yeah. little bugs that look like they look like the perverted beta Yoshi. Yeah, those, those, those were weevils. <laughs> those were weevils. They're weevils. Okay, the weevils yeah, in this yeah. game are pretty cute. They look like a Star Wars, like and they uh, give you styles. they give you some meat, which you should cook. Yeah. Cook it up meat because it's good. Um, Delicious. Well, actually, Thanks, what, what other complaints do we have about this game, Keelan? Um, 
I I actually have some good feedback that I wanted to give about okay. the game. Um, the user interface is clean and simple. I did not know how to play the game, but I felt super competent within like 10 minutes. It just, it's so easy and it's slick. I really liked it. Well, I didn't like the craft. The crafting wheel seemed very strange to me. It wasn't quite clear, the crafting system, using the wheels and the shortcuts that they had. Oh, uh, the wheel, the- I agree. Not not sold on the wheel yet, but I don't know how to use it. But I think the crafting was okay. Hmm. For context, you two were both using a controller, weren't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was using keyboard and mouse. Keyboard and mouse controls, mostly fine. It, like The menu is, as you said, really nice, really simple. You just click on what it is that you want to go to. Dead easy. However, there's a few things I don't appreciate. Why is W the button to confirm? What? Why is... Yeah, <laughs> W. <laughs> w is the button to confirm things. W is also the button, like, if you find your backpack after you die, you can press W to take all of your stuff. Yeah, because want. Yeah. W like, for what all back. Well, why isn't it DW at the same time? Because I don't want this anymore. Oh, damn. <laughs> cop that, cop that Obsidian, cop that Arthur's sister from Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure there is a keybind option, which I just didn't look at. Um, but if it isn't, just, I, I know, we'll check it out. I think but. it was a little bit, the service level, I agree with quite clean. But when you're trying to use all the shortcut stuff, it was, it may have been a case that we need to play it longer and we don't quite know the visual language they're going for, but it wasn't something that you could just pick up straight away. There were ways around it. And I was using like, oh, basically pressing pause and then going to the menu screen and doing everything a little bit slowly. And it worked. But I think that's a good way of doing it. Jesse, again, lots of time I put into Ark. That game's crafting system, its menu system, everything. It's arcane and esoteric. It is like the weirdest, most hideous thing I've ever seen. So this is a breath of fresh air in comparison. Ark was the first game I got on Game Pass and I was so excited to play it. I probably put about 10 hours to it. I see the appeal, but... that's, That's, I think, the primary thing that I took away from this game. It's really accessible. You can play it and you don't need to be good at it. It's like simple enough for you to pick it up and just kind of learn as you go. And it kind of gently points you where you should be going, but it doesn't say you have to do this. I think with that said, we never quite got into the point where the survival loop was just second nature, but I think we were quite close to it. I really, I hope the game has enough content when it's fully released that you don't just get into that survival loop. It's like, okay, I'm unbeatable. I know what's going on here. I'm Mm -hmm. hoping there are additional challenges as you go. And also there's like looking at... um, some uh video from the game i like that there is there's a certain place i want to find i found somebody who's playing and they found a computer chip and you can use it as like playground like a base sorry just i just remember that killing do you have any more praise for the game uh that's that's what i wanted to say i'm looking forward to playing more i have two issues one i was losing health for no apparent reason oh yeah you went through i I, I think it may back it was just a glitch, but that really annoyed me. Something that they do need to actually introduce into the main game is a goddamn compass. Because the amount of times that we were playing, the three of us were playing, and I'm like, hey, let's head over here. And it was like, where's here? I'm like, I, there's nothing. I was climbing up into the, t- the tallest point I could and then throwing my weed stems at a point and be like, go this <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Hucking my weed stems. <laughs> 
Um, there is a map. I'm sure we could place markers. We, we need to look into well, that a bit more uh, in depth. Yeah. That is actually another thing I want to bring up. Now, I'm using the forest as a comparison because it's the closest sort of analogy I have. Um, but with the forest, you once you set up a bed um, and use it, it's then there. On, it's like a permanent little marker on your screen. Like uh, when you're when you're walking around and you t- turn back around to see where your where your base camp is, it's like oh yeah, cool. Home is forty five meters away or forty five centimeters away. You don't get that in this game. You place a manual marker. You have to. You have to place a manual marker. As a result, we lost one of our lean twos for a night because we didn't know where the fuck <laughs> it was. So and strange it was strange that we we covered like in our playthrough, we covered like a thirty by thirty centimeter area. And we, it looked like we had just gone for mile, miles until we started looping back to the start. I'm like, oh shit, like, they're that lean to from before. Like, I didn't know we, we were literally millimeters away from it. Yeah. Um, now, from what I've read, I mean, we haven't finished the sort of the early access storyline, but the early access storyline can be beaten in about 30 minutes if you know what you're doing, if you know where you have to go, you know what you're looking for. Cool. And apparently, at the end, you find a robot, a little, ro- a little helpful robot. I think it just delves into the whole mystery of like who shrunk you, blah 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 blah. Who cares? Um, very different for an Obsidian game. This one, yes. Obsidian made like Outer Worlds and New Vegas and stuff like that. This is those games have more, more content, just more going on. This seemed far more polished than any Obsidian game I've played. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like by oh by God. a fair margin. This this game yeah. feels it feels good. It. Again, it it's basic, but I think it's one of its biggest strengths. Agreed. It is a simple survival game with simple characters, a recognizable world, just an odd, a fun twist on it. I found it relaxing until it wasn't. All the parts yeah, I mean- where I wasn't being chased <laughs> by a spider, I found this game really fun and charming and. Uh, Simon, I, I, I kind of saw, like, at the beginning when you were playing, you were kind of like, oh, yeah, it's a survival <laughs> game. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's kind but, of like, just, why. I just, like, I was I was expecting it to be just another survival game. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I've, I've played my fill of them. I don't dislike them by any measure, but I feel like for them to be really good now, there's a, they've got a very large, stiff competition. Mm. In this case, I think Grounded is absolutely up for the challenge. It went it, back to basics and it just got it so right. It just blew me away with, like, the where it is now in pre-alpha is where the forest was in beta. You guess you guess it has a good uh, <laughs> groundwork. <sighs> You're <God>. grounded. <laughs> hey! Can we finish now? <laughs> yes, fair enough. Let's wrap this one up. Um, I think we're all very much looking forward to the full release of this game. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you've got Game Pass, give this a go. If you like Ark, if you like The Forest, if you like the idea of survival games, play this. It's only, you will be pleasantly like surprised. Download as well. Don't let the the aesthetics, the more childlike aesthetics, fool you. It's a really, really fun game. Also, play with friends. Play with friends as well. Yes, absolutely. Play with friends. because I hey, that's the best way you can hang out right now, isn't it? Mm. But if you want to hang well, out with us, if you live in Victoria, <laughs> ugh, 
to hang out with us. We're available on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe, leave us a review, check out our episodes. Um, also, while you're there, make sure to check out Fan Critical Podcasts. They're also on all good podca- podcasting services. Keep an eye out for their new series coming out. They will be reviewing Lovecraft Country, um, the new show from um, uh, Jordan Peele is involved with it and they'll be exploring the whole cool. mythos behind the, the whole like Cthulhu and stuff like that. the whole Lovecraft HP Lovecraft Lovecraftian stuff I'm, I'm intrigued by this show so yeah. if you are yeah. as well check out the show check out the podcast they've also already got a preview podcast out if you want to contact us we're at story mode video game podcast um, at gmail.com keep an eye on our Facebook this week we're at story mode gaming Oz and on Twitter story mode pod just say there could be some cool things coming up this week. Oh, fucking hell. I hope, I hope I'm right about this. If I'm not right, disregard next week. <laughs> and also check us out on Patreon. Search for Fan Critical to get access to extra shows and access to the Discord server run by Simon Evans. Have a chat. Hey, talk well, about your favorite bugs. Talk about your least favorite bugs. Talk about the talk bugs. Talk to me about Umbrella Academy guess. Season 2 because I'm almost done with it already. Talk about Umbrella Academy Season 2. Done and done. All righty. So, drop that one up. Kieran, thank you. Thank you. Simon, thank you. Thank you all. And everyone listening, thanks for listening. Um, stay safe. Be nice to each other. It's If you're in Victoria, it sucks. But, you know, stick it out. Play some games. Just stay at home. And if you're Clive Palmer, so stay the fuck out of WA, you wankstain. That's it. That's the, the two points. The two points. We're getting political here. I like this. The two points. The story <laughs> mode as a whole. Want to make is um, what did I say? The bugs. I, I can't remember if I said bugs f- are fucked or bugs are good. Whichever, bugs are fucked. Bugs are fucked. Okay. I, clearly, I stand by that point by the fact that I forgot which one it was. <laughs> and you know, else is fucked. Clive Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> Clive Palmer. Not the friend of the show. No. <laughs> But to <laughs> everyone else, Mark McGowan called him the enemy of the state. <laughs> to everyone else, the enemy of the show. Thanks for listening. Like I said stay safe, and we'll catch you uh, next week. Mm, I'm not going to kiss you because of COVID. Stay safe. That's responsible. Bye. 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 You know how sometimes you drop two hot dogs on the ground, and you're like, ah, fuck it. I'll come back for them later. <laughs>